Hello, hello, my magical friends. Welcome to another Witchful Ways podcast episode. I am Annika offering you the insight, guidance, tools, and amazing membership to allow you to live a magical life every single day. So let's talk this week about something that I had a conversation in the Witchful Ways of Manifesting Facebook group. And it was regarding investing in your magic. How much are you willing to invest in your magical practice? Because that really is going to determine a lot of the outcome of your magical endeavors. It only makes sense, right? So a witch is a witch is a witch. It doesn't matter what type of witch you decide to call yourself. In fact, I did another podcast episode when we first started out about witches and their labels. I feel like labels are really good when it comes to getting across to somebody else that you're speaking with about what type of magic you prefer to dive into or what types of divination or what types of uh, energetic drawing that you have, right, to certain natural aspects. I feel like the labels are amazing for that because we all understand them, right? If you say kitchen witch, you pretty much know what kind of magic that that person studies and or performs in their practices. So I feel like labels are great for that. But when it comes, but they can also be very limiting, right? Because if you decide that this is what I I want to dive into, right? I want to be a green witch uh, and I'm going to dive into working with the herbs and the plants and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But then it stops you from exploring outside of that, because you've put that label on yourself and you go, well, I've called myself this. This is what it is. This is what I should be studying. This. So even though you are connected to and drawn to, um, you know, working with plants and herbs and things like that, you may have outside draws. You may also like crystals, right? So to be able to explore all the different things, because you have to explore all the different things, just like you have to taste all the different cookies or ice creams or vegetables or fruits or whatever it is to know what it is that you do and do not like. It's the same thing with your magic. You have to dive into and sample all the different things because there's so much, right? There's so many different modalities and avenues that you can go down when it comes to practicing magic because there are no hard and fast rules set. There are none because magic is dependent upon even those that uh, that go hereditary and lineage and, you know, those kind of things. They may have uh, different ways of learning things and they may have uh, traditions, right, that are that are handed down certain things that they do within a practice because they're tried and true. But that doesn't mean that that's traditional witchcraft. That's their traditional witchcraft because that is traditionally what their lineage did and worked with and how they did it and what they used. But that doesn't mean that it's overall traditional witchcraft for everyone because those witches that are in the United States those witches that are in the northern of the United States as compared to the south of the United States are going to have two totally different visions of what traditional witchcraft is. And forget about it if you go outside of the United States and go to the UK, you know, in Europe and all those places, Slavic and, and Italian and all those places that have their own 
witchcraft, style, right? Their own flair on it. So not only does it go regionally, but it goes down further into that or locally, it goes down into regionally as well. Because those that I'm in southeastern Wisconsin, those that practice down here in southeastern Wisconsin have different things available to them when it comes to locally sourcing as compared to northern Wisconsin or Michigan, right? Or Minneapolis or any of those places that are still in the Midwest, but we have different stuff. (laughs) So labeling is amazing for when it comes to knowing or getting across to somebody else what it is, the type of work that you do in your practice. Are you a divination witch or, you know, you a kitchen witch? Are you a crystal witch? Are you a techno witch? You know, whatever it is, a hedge witch, whatever. But don't limit yourself with it, right? So when we talk about investing in our magic, we're talking about finding out what resonates with us, finding out what energies and what tools and what ingredients and those energies and how it all works together and how it elicits what from us. What is the main thing that we are drawn to anything because of? Right, it's emotion. If it elicits a certain emotion from you, you are more apt to use it for that purpose. And I always go back to saying, you know, uh, lavender, some people traditionally in traditional correspondence charts, right? Lavender is going to be for sleep and tranquility and kind of mellowing out, right? Like has those, those calming, tranquil vibes to it. So you might use it in spells to overcome insomnia or to overcome anxiety, right? But if you hate the smell of lavender, it's not going to be calming and tranquil to you because all you're going to be thinking about is how bad this lavender stinks. (laughs) So you need to find something else. You need to find what elicits from you on an emotional level that, yes, this means calm to me. And only you know that. The charts are great to go by, but you have to dive into them and start working with different things to know how it works for you. That's investing in your magic because that's the most, you are the most powerful and important ingredient in your practice. And if you don't develop your own skills and your own methods and your own interactions and your own connections, then you're never really going to step into the most powerful witch that you can be. So investing in you is investing in your magic. And that means going through and finding out all those things, tasting all the different ice creams, right? Checking out all the different flavors, all the different styles. See what you like. There are going to be things that you are totally turned off right from the get-go, just from hearing, you know, about it or the idea of it. And you go, nope, that's not for me. That's outside of my comfort level or my moral aspect or whatever it is. So you don't have to do those. You know that that's not going to work for you because you already have that emotional reaction to it. So it just makes it easier for you to, you know, say, yeah, no, that, that, that part's not for me. Let's next, let's try something else. Because once you fall into something that you feel and that you enjoy, and that really pulls onto you, and you go, yes, this is working, like this feels like witchy as fuck, 
That's what you are going to want to master. And then when you dive into mastering something, that's when you really become magically proficient. But you have to do baby steps, right? So for me, sigil magic, candle magic, fire and water, boom. That's what I've worked on mastering for many years. And I know that whenever I'm working within, I can go to those modalities and it is always 100% of the time going to work in the way that I expect it to. Because I've learned that through trial and error. I know what flavors are my favorite. And I know how to put things together to create a beautiful tasting cake, right? So investing in that way. So the next part that we were talking about in this discussion was, well, what about all the classes and courses and, you know, all those things that you can go into? And again, if you have the money to be able to explore all those different things, that's amazing. My courses and classes, I try and keep very reasonable because I know there's a lot of poor pagans around, you know, so I have a lot of $3 classes. They're going to give you great information. But it's $3 or it's $20, right? Or whatever the course is, whatever, you know, the memberships, 20 bucks a month, 25 bucks a month, I think now. And there's a lot of information that's available to you and I'm available to you for questions directly. So can you invest in that type of energy, right? Because money is energy, is that an investment that is going to pay off for you? Well, again, that's something only you know. If numerology seems like, oh, that's really interested and I'm, I'm really drawn to it and I've been noticing that I've been seeing a lot of number sequences and I think it's really something I should dive into, then start looking into it. There is so much free information out there for you to get the basics. Now, a little caveat to that is because there's so much free information and the ability for anybody to put information onto the web or YouTube or, you know, or whatever on the internet doesn't mean that all of it is true, practical, or useful. So when you go looking for things that you want to learn or people you want to learn from, make sure that you do a little bit of research and see if you connect and see if you, you know, if your energy jives with them. Like not every person is going to feel good with every practitioner. And there's plenty of mentors and practitioners out there for you to choose from. Plenty of them. So you just need to get in with somebody that you trust that you feel is a reliable source and that is available to you for questions and things like that. Anybody can read a book, right? We stay in that, that information gathering stage, but we never do anything with the information that we've gathered. That's just crazy. We're just wasting time. So figure out what it is that you want to study. Don't try and study everything at one time right? Like you wouldn't put 13 different flavors of ice cream in front of you and try them all at one time because your taste buds aren't going to be able to discern as well as if let's try this one. And then tomorrow we're going to try this one. And the next day we're going to try the next one, right? You get to dabble in everything, but do it as a focal aspect. You need to be able to see whether or not you really resonate with it. Because 
when you try and do too many things at one time and you're diving into too many things at one time, it's just too scattered. You can't get a good feel for your connection to the information. So I always tell my students and my clients to give yourself at least three days to look over information. So if you think like, yeah, I, I'm really being drawn to numerology or I'm really being drawn to angel magic or I'm really being drawn to, you know, whatever it is, look into the information and give yourself three days, two to three days, right? To really like marinate in it and go, is this really something I want to pursue? Is there enough information out there for me to really learn anything from? Are there other practitioners that are openly, you know, practicing this style or whatever it is that you're looking into? Because some of it can get pretty dark and some of it can get pretty secretive. So those are all things. But should you invest in your magic? I feel like it's kind of a no-brainer answer. And the resounding answer is absolutely yes. But you invest what you can afford to invest. And that doesn't mean just monetary value. Like, you need to look around for those things too, right? The information that I have in my $20 class is the same information that somebody else is teaching for $1,400, right? Like, check it out. But So when you're investing your money, but you're also investing your time and your effort. If you're going to learn something, you want to make sure that it's in the capacity that you can easiest learn it. Some of us learn best when we read it. Other people are best with audio. Other people are going to learn best by watching, right? Videos and things. So all of that encompasses. But to invest in your magical practice, in your magic, is to invest in yourself, continue to grow, find what it is that you align with, that you really feel drawn to, dive in and master it. Because when you master it, there's no doubt left in your mind that you have the ability and you have the resources and you have the knowledge to be able to get, achieve, or receive whatever it is that you're manifesting in your magic in your life. No doubt about it. So invest for sure, but make sure that investment is in yourself. Thanks for listening to another Witchful Ways podcast episode. Feel free to go over and check out the courses that I just described on the website at witchfulways.com. Have a wonderfully magical rest of your day.